Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for coming back again for another edition of Inside Emotions Exposed. Um, This is season one, episode two, Love Us or Leave Us. Today, I will be discussing dating as a single parent and can it be successful or not. But before we get into that, I just want to say first and foremost, thank you guys so, so much for all the positive comments, feedback, shares, and everything in regards to the first episode. Um, I was truly overwhelmed and humbled by it. I was super nervous about launching this podcast to everyone. And the fact that you guys showed so much support really lets me know that it was it was it was a good idea to do and i promise i'm going to make sure to keep rolling out awesome content for you guys and again uh just a reminder all of my social media links will be linked in the description you guys please go follow me on um all of my social medias follow the podcast social media so i can gain more followers and traction there and yeah let's get started with the podcast so Dating as a single parent and can it be successful? I'm biased (laughs) when I say this, that yes, it can because I'm currently in a successful relationship while being a parent. However, I will be more truthful and logical when it comes to this topic um, because I know it possibly can't be successful for others given their situation, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? You do not have to feel like just because you are a parent that, you know, you're not worthy of love or you can't find love. That's absolutely 100% not true, okay? I thought that. I really did. When I first had my son, you know, his father and I were not in a relationship and I felt like, You know, because I had a child, no one wanted me or would want me because I had a kid. That was far from the truth. Okay, if anything, I got more attention because I had a kid, which was weird. (laughs) But hey, it is what it is. But um, it, it was a little difficult in the beginning. Like I said, when I first had my son, dating really wasn't on my mind like that. Um, I was more focused on, you know, getting myself together, uh, you know, learning the ins and outs of being a new mom, a new parent, you know, learning new tricks and trades about how to, you know, take care of a newborn baby. Of course, I had help, but, you know, I was more focused on learning how to do that and how to adjust my life that had now forever changed, you know what I mean? And the thought of having another person to deal with just wasn't, you know, wasn't on my radar. So yeah, that's that. But um, yeah, let's go ahead and get started talking about it. Now, when you become a new parent, It's a lot of challenges that come along your way. I know for me, after I had my baby, um, I didn't feel the most desirable. Like, I hated my appearance. I didn't really keep myself up. 
I looked homeless <laughs> majority of the time, you know, I didn't really, you know, comb my hair, do my makeup, you know, wear cute clothes. I was always in the bed or, you know, wearing like loungewear or, you know, my hair was either, you know, tied up or in a bonnet or, you know, something like that. And I didn't really keep my appearance how it was before I had my son. And then two, I was tired all the time. You know, babies have, you know, a a random sleep schedule. They don't sleep like, you know, the average person does. So I had to get up like every two, three hours and with feedings and dirty diapers and crying just because like it was a lot. And then also at one point, you know, I had postpartum. You know, I felt like I wasn't going to be a good mom. I felt like something was going to go wrong and, you know, any negative thought you could possibly think of, I thought of, but I had a lot of support from friends and family and I was able to overcome it and I was able to get through it. Now, once my son and I, you know, fully got settled in our own place and We got into our little routine. Dating still really wasn't on my mind because I was comfortable in that routine I had set for us. Um, You know, got up, got ready for work, got him ready for daycare, went to work, did what I had to do to take care of us, get him from daycare, come home, you know, play for a little while, eat dinner, take a bath, watch a little TV, go to bed, wake up, do it all over again. Incorporating someone else into that routine felt like a burden. It felt like an extra job. Being a parent in and of itself is hard and a job in and of itself. So the thought of having to split my time to check in with someone else and make sure they're good and make sure they're okay and happy and all of that just wasn't, it wasn't appealing to me at that time. Because I really wasn't ready for it. Plus, I was still dealing with the fact that I was single. And it was just me and my child. So, there's that. Now, I did the work. I soul searched. I talked to God. I journaled. I read books and... I took the time that I needed for myself to heal from everything that was going on to where I was 100% happy being single. That's really important for you guys to understand. You don't want to get in a relationship just because you're lonely or because you feel like you have to have somebody there. Get in a relationship because you really feel like you're ready to take on that role of being someone's partner. I wasn't ready for that then, but when I went, when I met my boyfriend, I was. That's where growth comes in and that's where I see that I really have fully healed and matured enough to be like, "Hey, I want you in my space." Don't get it twisted. My boyfriend knows that when he met me, I was already, you know, independent, 
doing what I needed to do to provide for myself and my son, I wasn't looking for a savior or, you know, someone to play daddy to my kid because he was straight. I was straight. Reason why I said yes to my boyfriend when he asked me on a date was because I was ready to experience companionship again. He understood that I wanted him to be there in our lives and that I didn't need him to be in our lives. Not in no cocky shit or not, you know, to make it seem like, oh, you know, I'm miss, you know, independent. I don't need a man for nothing. That's a lie because we all long for and yearn for, you know, that special someone to cohabitate our space to, you know, be around us and show us that that love that we need. So that's that. Now, going into dating my boyfriend, when I tell y'all I took my time (laughs) and I guess I moved so slow in his eyes, he felt like I wasn't interested. That's how slow I took it because Dating without a kid is easy. Either, you know, when you're not, if you're not interested, you can just be like, hey, this isn't really what I, I'm liking right now. You know, I don't really feel like a vibe between us. So let's just call it quits and go for what we know. Dating with a kid, you have to be super, super thorough. And that's what I was. You know, he knew I had a kid. He knew what I had been through in the past and everything like that. So he knew going into it, It wasn't going to just be sunshine and flowers and rainbows. It was going to be, I had a wall up. I really did. But (laughs) eventually that wall came down and I'm, I'm glad that it did. Hey everyone, just wanted to stop in and let you guys know about Anchor. Anchor is the app that I use to record every podcast. It's super easy, super simple, and it really makes recording a podcast super fun. I would highly suggest if you're interested in starting a podcast to check out Anchor, you can either download the app on your phone or go to the website. My son actually met my boyfriend earlier than I would have expected. They met on accident (laughs) because in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to introduce him to my son as of yet. I kind of want to see where it goes first. But um, of course, life throws you curveballs and it didn't work out that way. However, when my son did meet him, it was it was pretty cool. Like he <laughs> My boyfriend makes this joke and it makes me laugh every time. Like I was at the door and we were talking and I didn't even know my son came up behind me, but <laughs> my boyfriend says the way he came from behind me, he looked like you know that son is like super protective of his mom. Like, who are you? Why are you here? Like, what are you doing? Type stuff. 
And it just makes me laugh because my son is super jealous. Like, when my boyfriend's here with us, like, if we even hug, he's like, no, I want to hug. Like, he'll start crying and whining and want me to pick him up. And I'm just like, it's been me and you, kid, for a while. But not now someone else is here. Mommy has to, you know, spread spread her love around, you know. But it's all in fun and jokes and everything. And, you know, my boyfriend doesn't take offense to it or whatever. He He's cool with it. And that's one thing I can honestly say about about him when it comes to my son. He's very chill. He's very patient. Um, He doesn't try to, you know, bogard me when I'm disciplining disciplining him or anything like that. Um, You know, he he's very he's very cool with everything. And uh, that's one thing you really want to get in a partner when you are dating as a parent, you want to find someone that meshes well with your kid. Um, Because kids are not shy at all about letting you know that they don't like someone. So you want to find someone that can get along with your kids. Well, um, you know, for starters, for sure, you have to make sure you find someone that even likes children. Because you'd be surprised how many people are dating someone that doesn't like kids. Um, you have to find someone, if you're someone that wants to have more children, wants to have children. Or if they have children of their own already, if they want more, you know, that's a big important factor as well that you have to look for. So it, it's a lot of it's a lot of different factors you have to look into when you are you know, finding someone. But I know for me, when I, you know, decided that I was ready to start dating, I for sure said, first and foremost, I want to be with someone that loves kids. And I wanted to be with someone that, you know, wanted more down the line. Because I want more down the line. You know, um, of course, not now, <laughs> given that, you know, my son's, you know, about to be two in a couple of days. But, you know, I, I've, I've seen myself with a semi big family. So I wanted to find someone that, you know, want the same thing. And then also. By him not having a kid and I have a kid, our schedules are a little bit different. You know, he's able to get up and go whenever he wants to, go wherever he wants to without any, you know, hassle. Me, however, you know, there's a factor of, you know, finding a babysitter or, you know, you know, my kid is sick. I have to postpone a date or I can't go or you know, something like that. He was very cool when it came to all of that. He understood, you know, we, um, he incorporates my kid in our dates, which was huge for me because I felt like, you know, I had to cancel all the time. You know, he would be uninterested be like you know what I'm just gonna find somebody else that doesn't have a kid so I don't have this problem you have a lot of men that do that so the fact that he actually was like well just bring you know Cameron with us 
that spoke volumes to me. It really did. Um, Of course, in the beginning, I was skeptical because I was like, you know, we are just starting out dating. I don't want to get my kid too attached to you just in case if, you know, we decide this isn't what, you know, we want to do. I won't have to waste my time bringing my kid around you because, you know, I don't want to have to explain, hey, you know, he's not coming back because, you know, we decided not to date type stuff. Even though he's only one, my kid's very smart. He can he can sense when someone stops coming around because when they come back, he's like, you know, who are you? Like, what are you doing here type? So, yeah. But um, but yeah, that I thought that was pretty cool. That my boyfriend, you know, did that. Now, with so much that's going on right now with, you know, the child trafficking and the predators you have out there and stuff like that, you have to really, really be careful who you bring around your kids because you don't want to end up in a situation where you have to deal with that. That was another big thing for me. Um, Not saying at the time I thought my boyfriend was like that, but you just never really know people. So you that's why I said I was super thorough because I didn't want to get attached and something bad happens and I look like boo-boo the fool, you know? So my child's safety was always number one on my priority list like you can ask my boyfriend for the longest he didn't even know where I lived because this is where my child and I lay our heads at night this is our safe haven this is our place of peace so when he finally did know where we lived, that was huge because not everybody knows (laughs) where we live and I strive to keep it that way for our own privacy and protection so that was another huge thing you don't want to have everyone to be able to have easy access to your place of residence you want to still have some type of mystery and privacy to yourself because your children are defenseless you are their protector You have to make sure whoever you invite into your personal space is legit. I can't stand (laughs) women who let every man they talk to or date or sleep with know where they live, where their children live. I cannot stand that. Everyone doesn't need to know where you live. I don't know why that's a big thing for some people, but even if you're single, still, everyone doesn't need to know where you live because it's just you. You're defenseless. You're you're by yourself. You never know how how someone can think and how they may, you know, react or anything like that. You have to keep your place of residence private, secret safe okay switch up your routine don't always drive the same way home 
There's more than one way to get to your house. One day go this way, next day go another way. I don't always take the same route home because I'm paranoid like that. You just never know who's watching you. You never know. And if you follow the same routine over and over, especially when you have kids, it could it could be bad. So that's a good piece of advice I can give you guys. Keep your place of residence secret, private, and switch up your routine. Okay? Now, luckily for me, um, my boyfriend is, he has that very strong protective spirit. Like, I, I feel safe knowing my kid and myself are around him. Like, if something was to pop off, I know he would jump up in an instance and defend us. That's important to have too. Someone that, you know, you can be safe around and feel comfortable around. Especially for us women. That's very important for us to have. Now... When my boyfriend and I officially became a little bit more serious before we officially became a couple, um, like we were, I mean, you can technically say we were together, just not exclusively with, with no title. Um, when that happened, I contemplated giving him a key. Because, say for instance, something did pop off where we live and, you know, I needed him to come over and check things out or, you know, I needed him to come over while we were gone. I'm comfortable enough to do that because I know he has our best interests at heart. And he always wants to make sure that, you know, we wake up the next day. And we can go to sleep at night knowing we're protected. That's a turn on, actually. But, yeah, that's, um, that's something that I look for in a partner as well. We both come from two different family dynamics for the most part. My parents never married. His parents were married for 30 plus years. You know, he grew up in a house with numerous siblings. I grew up with only one sibling. However, I do have another that was raised outside of the home. I 
you know, I grew up pretty good for the most part. I didn't really struggle for nothing or needed nothing. Um, You know, I loved school. I loved, you know, doing all the different fun activities that I did. He, however, didn't really care for school like that. (laughs) It was just, you know, something that he had to do. He passed and graduated and went on about his life. I decided after high school, you know, I wanted to go to college and further my education and get degrees and stuff like that, dabble in different career fields to figure out what it is I wanted to do. It's important to have that balance. You don't want to date someone 100% exactly like yourself. You want to date someone different from you because it makes for a more interesting relationship. It gives you an opportunity to have more things to talk about. You don't want to get bored quick, you know? And that's what we have. Now, if you're not ready to date yet as a parent, that's 100% okay too. Take your time. Some people are just content with the routine that they have set for just them and their kid. And when I say date, I don't necessarily 100% mean in a relationship. You can go out and date and socialize and, you know, meet new people, go out to dinner, go to the movies, you know, go golfing, you know, top golf or paint with a twist or anything like that. You can date But you don't necessarily have to tie yourself down to a relationship if that's not what you really want at that time. But I can truly tell you there's nothing better and more fulfilling than having a partner. Yes, I enjoy being a mom. Yes, I enjoy... You know, being with my son, spending time with my son, but it helps a lot to have help. I cannot raise my child 100% by myself. There's no way. I'm not a man. I can't teach my son how to be one. That's where... Finding a suitable partner comes into play and helps. Just like, you know, if I was to have a daughter, my boyfriend couldn't teach her how to be a woman. Only I can do that. You need that that balance, that male-female presence in the household to help balance everything out. I didn't always know what it was like to be around a man or know how boys think and operate because I didn't have my dad in my household. He was there, but... 
by me not always being 100% around him, I didn't always 100% feel comfortable asking him certain questions. I mainly just got, you know, what I wanted to know from TV or asking, you know, other people or stuff like that. It wasn't until I actually got into high school where, you know, I started to learn a little bit more about men and um, how they can be, how they think, how they operate. Not saying that I'm an expert, but, you know, I know I knew more then than what I did when I was younger. I mean, I didn't have my first official boyfriend until I was 17. <laughs> Cuz at the time, you know, my mom didn't really let me date like that. Not saying that I was pressed to do it, but, you know, that that just was the rules. <laughs> If you want to be successful in a relationship, you need to study it. You need to research it. There's tons of books and videos and podcasts you can listen to in regards to relationships that can help. That's what I did. When I finally decided to take relationships seriously and figure out what it is that I needed to know about how to be in a successful one, I researched it. Just like you can't, you know, go to a doctor's office and be like, hey, I want to apply for this job with no training. You have no knowledge of it, so you won't be successful of it. Does that make sense? So yeah, that's what I would recommend. No relationship is perfect and no person on this planet has the answers for everything. If that's the case, no one will be divorced. There's no magic manual that can tell you, hey, this is, if you do this in your relationship, you'll stay married forever. Both parties have to be willing to do the work. Which is where my title of this podcast comes into play. You either love us or you leave us. You either take this relationship seriously or step off. No one wants their time wasted on a relationship that's not going anywhere. And you definitely don't want to get children involved in a relationship that's not going anywhere, especially the older that they get, because kids get attached really, really quick to people. I should know. I was one of those kids. My mom dated a guy once that I thought that she was going to marry. And when they broke up, I was like, well, dang, (laughs) this sucks. (laughs) But it happens. You just gotta, you just gotta make sure, especially dating as a parent, 
when you find someone that you're interested in and want to build something with that you guys are both on the same accord and on the same, you know, you have the same plan put into place. So, with that being said, <laughs> that's pretty much all I really have to say about it at this point. Um, that's the beauty of these podcasts. If I ever, you know, think of something else or come up with something else, I can always just record another episode <laughs> and talk about it some more. Now. I did get a uh, another fan question, which I really appreciate. And they wanted to know about me and wanted to know, do I ever see myself getting married? Absolutely. However... I'm not rushing into it because I only want to get married once. I don't ever want to get divorced. Divorce to me feels like the end all be all. Like we fell in love, we got married, we tried it, we hit some bumps in the road and we decided to part ways and then it's over. I don't want to get to that point. When I stand in front of my future husband and say, till death do us part, for better, for worse, sickness and in health and everything, I, I'm going to say that with my life because I'm really going to mean it. When I get that ring put on my finger, we locked in. We're going to do everything we possibly have to do to make the relationship work. Now, if it gets to the point to where we absolutely cannot make it work, then that's different. But I'm not going to just give up on a relationship just because especially a marriage because we got into an argument and we can't come to a conclusion or, you know, things get hard financially or we disagree on how the way things are going. I would love to get married, but again, I'm not rushing into it. I don't know too many married people in my circle. I know maybe at least four couples that are married that I associate myself with. And of course, every marriage is different. I just know for myself, that's what I want to. Having that strong family dynamic has always been a goal of mine and a dream of mine. 
And luckily for me, since my boyfriend has been part of a family that has been married for 30 plus years, he wants that same fairy tale too. So I'm lucky that I have that. I want to thank you guys for checking out this second episode of this podcast. Again, all my social medias are linked down below in the description box. I really would appreciate if you guys follow me everywhere. And I will see you guys next week for episode three. Thanks for tuning in.